Oh my gosh. She has done the unstoppable. Our locker room ladies. Two touchdowns. They're getting hot right now at the right time. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this lovely August 18th. Is this the last August? Uh, the, the last August ever? No, no, we have another one. We do have another Ooh. one. Yes, we have another one. It's the 25th, which is the day before my best friend Madeline's 26th birthday. Ooh, it's her golden birthday. Oh my gosh. Just you wait. We're having a whole golden birthday shebang it's a whole oh, thing so fun um she's coming down to so flow um welcome back guys hi it's maddie also with charlotte Rest <laughs> i'd never told so you guys should know my name by now i don't know <laughs> i thought you did say it maybe I don't not know. I don't charlotte usually know. says her name and there was like this th- time for a while where i didn't say my name or i never said my last name really? and I, just, I, I never say oh, my no. last name no you never do you're just like share or like madonna <laughs> You're like, just Maddie. Oh, I never seen my last name. You think I'm like Madonna? Well, I mean, Madonna is one of one. So is Maddie. But <laughs> Charlotte? She was she, a very controversial musician. <laughs> okay, wait. Speaking of Madonna, this is a brilliant segue, Charlotte, because I didn't even think about this. I didn't realize that this was in my brain until you wait, said Maddie, it. But it just I reminded me too. of something. Maddie is also one of one, I'm just saying. Thank you. But this just reminded me of something that bothered me, and I want to talk about it, and this is the perfect place to talk about it. Charlotte, have you seen the critic, critically acclaimed, renowned film, A League of Their Own? Of course. Oh, my God, they okay. just celebrated their so, – yeah, So yeah, none yeah. other than Madonna herself is Beautiful. in that movie. Okay, right? Yes. I logged into Amazon Prime yesterday. We were just talking about this in our pre-production meeting. I, I just started a summary turned pretty. And I went into Amazon Prime and in like the watch page, it's like Amazon Originals. And then it pops up and it's like a league of their own. And I'm like, oh, and I, I didn't realize at first that it was under the Amazon Original section. And I look at the cover and I'm kind of like, why don't I recognize a single person on this cover? And then I see that it's Amazon Originals. And I'm like, did they remake a league of their own? Did they? <laughs> You can't re wait like wait, you know why they remade it. You Tom Hanks and Madonna. You think Gina Davis is in it too? Rosie O'Donnell's in it. You think you can redo that movie? Like I got kind wait, of mad. Wait, Maddie, they made it. Um, it's a TV show. Are you kidding? Wait, maybe I'm less mad now, but I was kind of. Okay, yeah, it's I was a TV like, show. <gasps> wait, I have to see it. <laughs> Does it have any original cast in it? I don't know if it does. I don't know any of these actors. No, crying in baseball. (laughs) I thought you were actually talking to me. No, but that was a great impression. That if you thought it was real, it's yeah, I did. Charlotte, she was a theater girl, everybody, and apparently she's like Madonna. So maybe she was in the movie the whole time. I don't know. But moral of the story is: Should we watch a of their own? Should we see what it is? Because I'm less mad now that it's a TV show. Wait, yeah, I didn't even know this was a TV show, and I've been looking for a show to watch. Interesting. Interesting. Could be a fun little, maybe we do like a little review of episode oh my God, one. Like a, like a book club? <laughs> it's kind of fun, guys. Would you like that? I, we just, we ask questions to ourselves. I would like that, maybe. Let's watch episode one after Maddie just ripped it to shreds. Let's no, I didn't it. rip it to shreds. I just like, you can't, okay, imagine 
like doing a remake of Madonna. Like it just right. you don't do that. Or, or like a remake. Or Tom of, Hanks or Gina Davis. Like like you said, it's just I can't think of a, an equivalent. You know what? Okay, movie I refuse to watch that they remade. What? This is maybe a hot take. Point break. I won't watch it to this day. I don't know. I don't know if it was good or bad. The original Point Break is Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Like, again, you don't remake that. Like, it's good. It's done. It's made. Maddie, I am so awful with movies that I've never, I haven't seen most movies. Am I getting old? Do you remember as a kid when, like, a movie would come out and your parents would be like, oh, that's a remake of a movie that I used to watch when I was a kid? Yes. Okay, so wait, we've just have run we out of ideas. Have we reached that era? We just run out of ideas. We just remake old stuff that already happened. Have we reached that era? Okay, guys, well, you probably came here to hear maybe a little something about sports. The League of Their Own. A League of Their Own is about sports, but... Yeah, we can definitely watch episode one and talk about it. If everybody watches and then come back here after episode one. Yeah, you know, get into it. and Point Break, it's a surfing movie. It kind of works. Okay, uh, it's, it? not really, it's not really a sports surfing movie. It's oh my like God, surfing. wait. Speaking of surfing, I was. Do you ever like fall into like a deep vortex of like someone on like Instagram or TikTok or something like that? Yes. Guess who I recently like? She popped up on my TikTok. Bethany Bethany Hamilton. Hamilton? Yes. I'm so happy that I knew it was going to be that. You know, I think I think about her often. Is she doing well? I think about her often too, dude. I haven't stopped thinking about her since the movie. She is doing fantastic. She has like three kids. She's Aww. married. She's a woman of faith, and like I don't know. We should definitely talk about her. Guys, bonus locker room lady today. Shout out to Bethany Hamilton. We'll, we'll get into her. Glad you're killing it, mom. Love that. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about another locker room lady because that was that was bonus. That was unplanned. Unplanned locker room lady. <laughs> So, Charlotte, let's get right into it. Our locker room lady for this week is a very special 11-year-old. Maddie, she is the next big thing. And now, welcome to the locker room lady wall of fame, Pepper Pursley. I mean, what a cute name, Pepper Pursley. That is just so adorable. It rolls off the tongue. You're so – she's going to be something big. I know it. And just from listening to her voice, like, she's just insane. Maddie, you want to give a little background on Pepper? Right. So, like Charlotte said, she's 11 years old. She's from New York. And she wants to be a sportscaster, basically. She's already actually technically accomplished that dream because she broadcast a live NBA playoff game and made her debut as a WNBA sideline reporter already at 11 years old. There are people who dream of this and don't accomplish anything like that until much later in life. So she's 11 years old, and I'm sure she has bigger dreams than what she's already done because she's already done so much. But it is really impressive, and it has to be noted that she technically has achieved that part of her dream, and she just keeps on dreaming. Charlotte, what else has she done? So you know the Nickelodeon, uh, it's a product of CBS, actually, Nickelodeon, slime time uh nfl games apparently yes. they do that with the nba and i had no idea did you know oh, this? i did not know that so it's called so the la clippers have a kids cast and they'll use okay. augmented reality and cartoons and stuff get the kids involved and they have pepper on as a little you know kid broadcaster so i think that's really cool so she's doing a lot 
um, on the sidelines. And she's also the star of her podcast, Dish with Pepper. And I was listening to it earlier today, and it is so cute. She has this, just the amazing, the most amazing guests. She's had Michelle Obama. She's had Jill Biden. She's had Chad McBoseman. She interviews people from the New York Liberty. She's just so cool. And the questions, Maddie, were not like kid questions. She asks actually important questions that anybody tuning in to any broadcast might want to hear. Like she was asking um, Becky Hammond, what is it uh, going into a, a three game? You got, you got three back-to-back games. Like what's the mentality going into It's just things that I didn't do when I was 11 and I'm like not even doing now. And she's I'm so blowing my mind. It's she's, she's just an I'm absolute so dream. And yes. her podcast is adorable and it's uh, powered by anchor. And so is ours. So I think we have this little thing going between us and Pepper. What do you think? Pepper, if you're listening, if you want to be live and in person and introduce yourself as a locker room lady, we would love to have you. We are so excited to see what your next endeavor is because you've already done so much at just 11 years old. And Pepper actually started interviewing athletes when she was just six years old. So this is something that's been a passion of hers from a very, very young age. And we love people following their dreams, following their passions, pursuing their goals, we love that. And we're cheering her on every step of the way. Imagine having a little girl like Pepper as your classmate growing up. There were little girls in my mom's classes who couldn't even like be on the tennis team because they were women. And now we have, you could have a classmate who is sideline reporting a WNBA game. An 11-year-old classmate doing that. Incredible. Who is a woman or a little girl. So I think that's just, it speaks to the progress we've made. And I can't wait to see what she does next and and who she inspires next. She is such an inspiration. All right, guys, let's move on. We have a very exciting little treat in store for you guys. I know this episode is kind of all over the place, but like, that's just what our minds are today, I guess. (laughs) You know, you get us like that sometimes. We're having fun, all right? A little giddy today, guys. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, whatever. Anyway, so. You know what I think? What? Charlotte, because it's almost football season. We're getting mm. to crunch time for baseball. I mean, we're talking now about what will happen if certain teams are in the playoffs during football season, what that's going to yes. do to traffic in a certain big city. Who knows? Charlotte, let's get into it. So much has happened this week. Yes. In baseball and in football. And I think we we have to just, just give you a little bit of a – just a mention – just a an honorable mention. So Charlotte, how are you doing out there? You know what I always say? I don't talk about the Yankees when they're good. They speak for themselves. But I always find myself rushing to their defense when they're not doing well. And you know what? I don't think at this point right now I need to rush to their defense wholeheartedly. I'm going to rush a little bit because I'm a little worried. But this happens. These things happen. And all I can say about this little slump that the Yankees are in right now. I mean, they're getting blown out by the Rays. This is insane. They've lost like the past couple of series. Right? <laughs> you were literally so composed. And then this is literally insane. <laughs> blown out by the Rays. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. I, I am glad this slump is happening now. We're still, we, as if I like play for them. They are still at the top of their division 
They are still nine games ahead they in their division. Not the best team in baseball right now. I mean, the Astros are looking really scary in the American League. But again, I would rather their slump be right now than in October. So I'm going to just keep saying prayers. Um, and I hope to see, you know, we have a very exciting next week. Oh, my God. Subway Series again at Yankee Stadium. I'm going to try to go. Let's see. Let's we'll it. Do you think that Joey Gallo is the missing piece? <laughs> of the I New York Yankees? No, no. No. <laughs> no, I think the missing piece no, is Juan Soto. Left. Left and it's, it's, it's been down from there. You know? Maybe, maybe he, they just need him for the locker room. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but as soon as, as soon as Joey Gallo went to LA, the Yankees have been struggling. I don't know. Listen, when you lose an Italian in New York, like, <laughs> there's an angel loses her wings <laughs> every time about every time you know this uh christmas movie every time a bell rings an angel gets her wings every time an italian leaves new york the yankees lose a game <laughs> oh god okay. oh god uh okay so speaking of new york we also have the mets yes, yes we do. um we does the mets ever since they got daniel vogel back they were they were doing pretty well I mean they ended up winning four of five against the Braves in New York however on the flip side of that coin they are now in Atlanta playing the Braves and they're down 2-0 in the series so not the best but I mean okay home field advantage is definitely playing a part here I will say and also something that it's kind of so I don't know if we talked about this when it happened but one of Atlanta's pitchers Strider after the first series against the Mets he came out and he said I think he only made it through like two and two and two thirds innings or something before getting taken out Mm -hmm. he said oh the Mets are having a lot of luck offensively whatever and came out and said all these comments and and, yeah the April people in New York York (laughs) were upset about it whatever yeah the April Mets in August Uh, (laughs) people were a little upset about the comments and then unfortunately they got on to Atlanta and they are a little bit struggling offensively in this series. However, they're not having good luck when it comes to pitching. And then the New York Mets have a pretty strong pitching staff, but unfortunately Carlos Carrasco came out in game one in this series with an injury. And then the next night, Taiwan Walker after two innings came out also with an injury. His, our back spasms, they said that was the injury. So hopefully Good. it's nothing serious. We'll be back relatively soon. Get this man um, some acupuncture. <laughs> currently, as we speak, let's give you a live update, Charlotte. The Mets are in Atlanta right now. And it is top of the fifth. Mets are up 4-1. And I say this, you know, it's not over till it's over. However, a very special moment, no matter what happens in the outcome of the game, in the second inning, I believe, Mets prospect who just got called up to the big leagues, Brett Beatty, in his first major league at-bat, second pitch of his at-bat, knocks it out of the park. His whole family is in attendance. I got a little teared up watching the videos. Pretty special. It's one of those things that I think 
it's just we've said it before it's just one of the things that makes sports so great is like you couldn't make that up that's just that's so special that is exactly what every player probably dreams of their first at bat being in the major leagues and it doesn't happen to everyone it doesn't happen all the time it's special it's the magic of sports it's a special moment and he has that moment forever his family has that moment forever it was super special i'm getting like teary-eyed his family was so excited it was like this kid's been working his entire life for that moment and to have it be that just cinematic if you will pretty cool sorry i'm getting all emotional now well well, do you want me to get you a little bit more emotional because i have a because i don't think we even discussed this at all but from your own heart the pittsburgh pirates i mean did you see that cell phone situation oh my god that's enough to make a grown man cry are we got he got suspended for one game who wait i'm like so who is this guy rodolfo castro i believe Yes, and so the, the, that picture, Maddie is going to one day that iPhone that was that flew out of his pocket will be in a museum. Going, that is going to be in a museum, and it is going to be an ancient artifact. We're going to be like just using our mind to make phone calls. So our like children's children's children will look back and say, oh, "Do you remember that? Oh my God, look at that thing that was in his pocket." Yes. So, Rodolfo Castro was suspended for one game and fined because in a now, I would say, semi-viral video, he was rounding <laughs> the bases in in a real Major League Baseball game and something came tumbling out of his pocket. And, yep, as Charlotte said, it was an iPhone. Uh, Isn't that so- amazing? <laughs> oh, my God. Maddie, that's like if I were to go play baseball in a professional no, honestly, I'd but, be afraid to take my phone. I'd be but, like, just leave it. <laughs> if I keep in mind, they're not supposed to be using their phones during games, so oh. that's why it's uh, slightly problematic, if you will. Uh, but, I mean, one game suspension out of 160, I guess. Woof. Uh, whatever, I guess. A little slap on the wrist, don't do it again. I don't know what the fine was, but it's just like a little bit of a funny meme now, especially because it's, it's so like, good. how 2022 was that? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Hey. It's funny. Maddie, we, I also want to bring up, before we get into the fun after the break, which we didn't even preface at all, but you guys are going to be surprised at what we're going to talk about. Before we get into it, Maddie, we have to talk about a one, Zach Wilson. Because oh, okay. this guy, we- Oh, the saga continues. The saga is continuing. You guys, what is going on with Zach Wilson? Because what happened? He, I, it was a non-contact injury, but when I watched it, Maddie- it looks like he just fell. <laughs> like That's something I would do. I would just like fall if I were playing football. I'm confused. I've uh, seen worse. I've seen worse. That keeps worse. guys out for longer. Definitely. So, glad it's not anything serious. I'm glad he's so, going to be okay. But like, it's just. What was, it, his, was it his meniscus? I think it was his meniscus and they shaved. They have to shave a little bit of it off or something like Ooh. that. Which is disgusting, the thought of that. Well, he did have a leg injury. Uh, they did go in, have the surgery. Apparently it went well and week one is not out of the question. I I firmly mm. do not think he will be playing week one. However, you know, they got to keep the drama. So the headlines are going to say it's it's not decided yet. But I don't know. I could, I'd find it hard to believe that this guy is going to be starting under center 
<laughs> in like three weeks after he just no. had surgery, but we'll see, I no. guess. Maddie, the better storyline would be Joe Flacco starting <laughs> against his former team. Like, hello, yeah. this is like a journalist dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe just for just for that reason, that right? will give them a little bit more of a reason to to sit in one game. I don't know. I think he should probably sit for at least one game. Just to, I think he should too. You don't want to hurt the guy mm-hmm. more. You know, you don't want to push it for no reason if you don't have to. It's not like it's playoffs. And I mean, I don't think the Jets have to worry about the playoffs. To be honest, <laughs> but maybe um, I'll maybe I'll be wrong. Uh, Charlotte, speaking of of teams that may or may not be worrying about the playoffs, what did you think? What was your first take on? seeing the Giants back in action for the first time in, you know, seven months or so. You know, I was excited for a little win, a little win that they copped. I mean, against the Patriots. Yes. A little fun. So that's cute. I mean, listen, when it comes to football, I kind of hate the Cowboys a little bit more than I hate. Yeah, I think everyone hates the Cowboys. (laughs) Unless you're – they're like, like the not a real unless you're like from Astros. Dallas or not a real football t- fan. That's yeah. like like if you're not a real football fan or you're from Dallas, everyone else yes. hates the Cowboys collectively. However, I do <laughs> have this weird soft spot for Dak Prescott, and we know this because I had a yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just do. A little too but much I, hard knocks for Charlotte. I think it's <laughs> a past life or something. I just don't know. If you're a friend of the show, you know I had a dream about him winning the MVP, and it was very weird. It was very realistic. But yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited. Um, anytime a New York team beats a New England team, and um, I, I'm just not confident. This is going to be a very deciding year for Daniel Jones, and I think that they're both bolstering that offensive line decently but I don't know if it's there yet I'm a little nervous they're gonna try to kill this guy this season and I don't know if it's gonna work out well for him in the end I mean we also have Tyrod Taylor their backup quarterback who I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of if things go south with DJ they gotta protect Danny J come on yeah I felt so bad he just like got in so many situations that I'm like your main guy he's I, I I love I love a Giants quarterback I do and I think he's kind of like Eli Manning reincarnate in some ways but I don't know what is it with these Giants quarterbacks that they just there's something missing there's a disconnect in New York oh we have time we have time like we said last week let's take the preseason games with a grain of salt and as I say that I will I will admit Charlotte that I got a little more excited than I wanted to okay let's hear about it after the Steelers preseason game. So, okay. The defense wasn't a highlight, I would say, but also the starting seven on the defense weren't really in the game. So, you know, it's kind of neither here nor there. However, it was pretty cool seeing Kenny Pickett in black and gold. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of excited about it. I was like, all, all right, right, Kenny, I'm all right, Kenny. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here. I got you. And he, he went 13 for 15 with two touchdowns. And one of the touchdowns was like the game winning touchdown, the last couple of seconds of the game. So, you know, that's a little bit of pressure. I like to see it. But what I was really excited about Charlotte is some of these young wide receivers and some of the routes that they're running. I mean, George Pickens has been the talk of Pittsburgh training camp. 
and he did not disappoint. The NFL actually made a photo of him with a tiptoe touchdown in the corner of the end zone. Santonio Holmes in the Super Bowl style made a photo of him catching this touchdown, their header, for a couple of days. So, I mean, pretty iconic already to not even have played in your first regular season game and already be making it to the NFL's header. I like it. Uh, I'm very excited about him. I think the Steelers under Kevin Colbert are have been, I guess, because now we're out of the Colbert era, have been exceptional at drafting receivers in the second and third rounds. I mean, we have seen some really, really, really exceptional receivers. And I actually think that Antonio Brown wasn't drafted until the sixth round or something. So so they draft these receivers who drop and they really just are able to see something in these guys that other teams maybe pass up or aren't seeing. And I'm excited about it. Like George Pickens looked really good. There was another young guy, Sims, who ran a route that I was excited about. So I don't know. I'm liking the young talent on offense. It got me excited because I also think that with these weapons, the quarterback position is not emphasized as much maybe so they can kind of do what they need to do there. I think it's probably going to be Mitch Trubisky week one, but I actually, maybe we're going to be seeing Kenny Pickett by like week six in, in the real, in, in the, as QB one, who knows? I don't know. Obviously there's a lot of variables and there's a lot that could change between now and then, but I actually was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't going into this. I wasn't going into this with, high hopes at all and like I said oh. again you got to take with a grain of yeah. salt because this isn't really the time to look at your team as a whole this is the time where younger players are here to prove themselves and they're here mm-hmm. to earn the spot on the roster because some of these guys might not even make it to the roster so you're definitely gonna have some hits and some misses out there on the field but I think that the guys that I've been hearing about so far in training camp definitely showed up in the first preseason game. And I think if the team can kind of stay cohesive, stay focused, not be worried about outside distractions, that we could have something special on offense. And I got I got kind of excited about it. So little I'm little gift from you. Evan Colbert before he left Pittsburgh. Uh, before he left the front office there. So we'll see, we'll see. Like I said, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but I'm, I'm happy for now. Cool. I love to hear that from you. A happy a happy Pittsburgh team is a happy podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, keep it locked with us. When we get back from break, we're going to go, we're going to switch gears a bit. So stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys so so much- <laughs> okay no for real you guys like maddie let's talk outfits <laughs> let's talk about it charlotte i think what did you call it fashion thursday with the locker room ladies Something like that fashion thursday fashion okay. week's coming you guys Something i don't like know the, okay i don't know the okay. first thing about fashion so charlotte and i decided that there are a couple of types of sports goers, primarily based on the clothes that they choose to wear to games. So there are many different buckets of, of, of categories here. So let's get right into it, Maddie, with the, okay, I want to start with 
my friend got me a ticket, that group. So basically that's the the sports fan who isn't – maybe they're a sports fan. Maybe they're a fan of the sport. Maybe they're a sports they're, fan, but they're not a fan of the team that's playing. Yes, or like literally any team that's playing. They have no ties. They don't care. They're just there to have a good time. And I feel like that outfit is usually pretty benign. Like I'm okay with – yeah, I'm okay with that fan being there wearing his or her their black t-shirt. No, their- but le- yeah. I think I think these fans black t-shirt or let me give you an example. When yeah. I went to a Dolphins Falcons game last year in Miami, mm-hmm. went with two Dolphins fans and I decided to wear like a teal blue blue green, teal green whatever tank top. Because I was like, this is close to Dolphins colors and far away right. from Falcons colors. So I'm like <laughs> kind of supporting my friend, but also like, I'm not going to be sad really mm-hmm. if the Dolphins lose. So you're just kind of like there They're for, you fun. know, like, give me a beer. Let's have some popcorn. Let's jump up and down. It's kind of fun. Yes. You know, we're here for it. Maddie, I actually, when I was, I, I was there for work. So it was a weird, I guess that's a different bucket. If you're there for work, the Kansas Villanova final four game I went and this is like a weird thing because I would never I don't have any affiliation to either team and I also would not show up to like a work game wearing any sort of apparel for either team but it did feel weird being at a game and not wearing apparel like I I was in my work outfit (laughs) you know what I mean so that it was weird and I was there not as really a fan so it was a different experience, and I hadn't experienced that really yet. In my, I kind of get that because I find that if I know ahead of time that I'm going to a game, so the Dolphins game was a very last minute decision, and I find that if I know ahead of time that I'm going to go to a game of a team that I don't usually root for, like I almost want to try to get something, yes. Or yes. something from someone that has yes, borrowing that team's apparel. That's I, I always like want to yes. try, like even if it's a hat or just. Without, like a little accessory I kind of want to fit into the vibe I don't know but then you have the I don't care about sports the person that's clearly there because their significant other dragged them to watch their team it's yes. usually your guy in your basic white t-shirt or your girl in your basic black tank top maybe <laughs> some gold jewelry jeans this person is just there for a good time not really they're not they might be on their phone they might be scrolling their phone scrolling their phone of the game they're there to have a drink at the instagram picture the picture or the picture yeah they're storying however their their beer this category very the the line is pretty gray between this category the one who doesn't care and my friends got me tickets because maybe they bought their ticket but they also could have they could not care about the sport, but could have borrowed something, like you said. So, like, I've been to Yankee games where I go with a friend. She buys her ticket, but I give her a hat to borrow. Okay. So, like, that's a fan. And they don't really care, but they, they want to be there and, like, match the environment. Right. So, so you see, like, fans. the minimal, like, the person that's just wearing right. the hat. Yes. So, I see that. I see that. Which or... Is- But then we get into what about someone who's wearing a shirt of a team that's not playing? Mm. What are your thoughts on this, Charlotte? I've been that fan 
Have you? Okay. I have. So I have a question for you. I'm guessing it was the Yankees. What makes you think that? Charlotte. Okay. My question for you is what game were you going to see? It was, I was in Miami. I went to Marlins Mets game and I was just being an asshole. Okay. Follow up question. I am not the only person there with the Yankee shirt on. Follow up question. Were the Yankees playing that day? I don't remember, but former Yankees were playing from both the Marlins and the Mets. So okay, okay, all right. Yeah. So here's what I'll say about that. I've wanted to be this fan. I've, I've, requ- I've said, oh, I'm just gonna wear a Steelers jersey, and I've gotten some shit from. People I got some about shit that day. I got about shit that it, day. and I've, I've decided against it. However, I will say, I think, I think about this more in like a a playoff time or like NFL because there's only a certain amount of games, only 16, Mm -hmm. 17 games. So I kind of think, you know, for me, NFL games are kind of like for you, you like to watch the Yankees. You're going to try to watch most of the Yankees games. If you have time, if you're free, but you're not going to cancel your plans because the Yankees are playing a Wednesday night game. Right. Right. However, NFL season like we only get 17 games so you're not gonna miss like I'm not gonna miss Steelers game I'm not gonna make plans if I'm making a plan for the weekend let me check what time the Steelers play on Sunday right 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 so if the Steelers were playing and I was at a game either before or after that Sunday I could potentially see wearing a Steelers outfit okay okay so I think there is an exception if your team is playing at the same time. Perhaps you are not in the city where your team is playing and someone invited you to go to another game. Mm-hmm. And you're like a diehard, like you're checking your phone to see what what's going on with your team. You're watching it on your phone. I kind of am like, okay, that's fine. Your team is also playing. Mm-hmm. I've been that person where I've gone to a game – when I was living in Washington, I went to a Seahawks game and they were playing the Ravens and it was the Steelers bye week. So Steelers weren't playing. Okay. So I didn't wear a Steelers jersey, but I actually actively went out and bought a Seahawks sweatshirt because <laughs> I was rooting so hard against the Ravens. I was like, I'm going to be a Seahawks fan <laughs> for today because I don't like our division rival. That's awesome. But I don't know. I feel like it bothers me whenever people are just wearing an absolute random jersey. Like for example, Charlotte, you know, I love you. But there were some people wearing Roberto Clemente jerseys. And as much as I love Roberto Clemente, we were at a Mets-Marlins game in July. Like, why are you wearing Roberto Clemente t-shirts? Okay, I feel like for icons, there's an exception to the rule. Okay. If you're wearing a Derek Jeter, like, like as locker room ladies here, and we're making the rules, can we, like, let that fly if you're wearing, like, a Jeter or, like... No, but I feel like that's just, like, screaming, like, baseball. <laughs> like, I'm here yes. for baseball. True. And is there, is that a bad thing? Like the other day, I was at a Yankee game and the guy sitting in front of me was totally dressed in basic apparel, like just your regular old dude, very into this guy's vibe because he just came to this game as a baseball fan and he was checking the Red Sox game. Like he was watching the Red Sox game on his phone while the Yankees were playing. And I think they're playing the Reds. Like it wasn't even like, actually it was a decent game, but I'm, I was like, turn that shit off. We're at a Yankee game. But then I kind of thought about it. I'm like, this guy is here just because he likes baseball. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay. I feel like 
I want to know the context of why you're wearing a random jersey. Like, if you just, like, no. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, what the hell are you doing here in a Cincinnati Reds t-shirt at a <laughs> yeah. Marlins-Mets game? Like, why Why are you here? Who? We have, we who have to ask them. We have to ask well, them. Like, I don't want to start asking like, people. Every time I we make a series, Charlotte, we just stand yeah. at a sporting event and we're like, why are you wearing that? Me, why are you here? Why are you wearing that? Why, why did you come today? But, like, here? I think we've all seen, like, the Lakers fan, like the person decked out in like the purple and yellow, yes. and they're at like a Yankees game. It's like, what are you doing here? That doesn't make sense to me. You can't. I don't like that. Can't you can't wear sport. different sports. Can't However, sport. unless you're at a Knicks game and you're wearing a Yankee hat, that's okay. See, I don't think that. But my exception was going to be if you're in Pittsburgh. Okay. All three professional sports teams are all black and gold. Oh. And they're all like, so for example, if I go to a Steelers game and I want to wear a Pirates P hat, the P can stand for Pittsburgh and it's black and gold and it matches my Steelers mm, jersey. Okay, okay. So I, I in yeah. Pittsburgh, if you go to a sporting event, you'll see people wearing Pirates, Penguins, and Steelers stuff no matter which sporting okay. event you're at because they're all the same colors. So it like works. It's cool, he said. Which is kind of fun. So it's like, you have your black and gold, it works. You, you blend in with the fans. If you read it closely, you're like, oh, that's a different team. But right. they're all, it's all for the same city. So I guess, okay, that I take it back. I accept the Yankees hat at a Knicks game because it's the same city. If you're wearing right. the same city's team, bonus points if it's the same color though. Like I would even almost yes. say a Mets, a Mets hat at a Knicks game would be better. Mm, because yes. Blue and orange. Unless you're wearing like a whole black like Nick's outfit and <laughs> you have the okay you Charlotte know, you just want the Yankees, Yankees. whatever <laughs> but I'm saying like Rangers sorry not Rangers like Islanders Knicks yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. like they're all orange and blue so that you can get work. away with with the interchangeable yeah. okay I have Here's yet to meet the Islanders, Knicks, and Mets fan. Too. I don't know. Are there, I don't know that. Are there, <laughs> no. are there Islanders fans out there? Who are, where are you? Are no, I'm I think kidding. there are a lot of Islanders, Mets fans. Again, just because geographically it makes sense. <laughs> Who knows? I have questions. Anyway, yes. finally, here's another example, Charlotte. The other fan, the traitor. The I spent no, this money this? on this. I spent money on this, so I'm going to wear it even though this guy completely screwed our team in our city. Why are you wearing Noah Syndergaard Ooh. shirts at Mets games today? Noah Syndergaard doesn't even know where he's at. <laughs> like, okay, you hear me though? Like, yes, okay, think about a player that absolutely just like ditched. Re rewind back to LeBron saying I'm taking his talents to South Beach. Are people, uh. are people in Cleveland wearing LeBron jerseys? Like, I hope not. You know what? They love LeBron though. Like I have a well, good yes friend. now, but back in that time, I don't know. Like I'm saying, like I'm thinking when, for example, because my friend's dad said this to me. Shout out Val. Shout out Tom. Uh, Val's dad. We were at a Mets game at City Field, and we were looking at the jerseys in the team store, and. I was like, oh, I love Pete Alonso. I want to get a Pete Alonso jersey. And he's like, eh, I'm more of your your plain Jane. You know, like I don't want to get a player's name on the back of my jersey. I want your basic jersey with no name on the back because That's I'm about I'm about the team. I'm not about the player. You know, players come and go, but I'm a Mets fan. And I was like, interesting. Okay, but I like Pete, whatever. And then as soon as we walked out of the store, a guy wearing a Cindergard jersey walked past and I was like, you know, I get it. Yes, and you know what? That's what the Yankees do. 
They don't wear their name on the back. Okay, but that's that's like the whole team's thing. I, that actually no. bothers the crap out of me when I'm watching Yankees games. <laughs> You're like, who the hell is that one? Who the hell is this person? I Yeah, I don't Wait, like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn the numbers together. But uh, Andrew, my boyfriend, has a jersey with no name. And I forget the number he has. I don't remember what number he has. But he, yeah, I don't understand a name. Yankees, why they even sell Yankees jerseys without the names because the players don't <laughs> have them. We can go out there and play. Like, why don't they? Why do they even sell them? Like, Why do they sell a Judge jersey when Aaron Judge himself doesn't even own one? I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> funny. That's always been a question I have. Yes. But I will say there's a difference between a trader and someone who just left. Like – yeah, I mean, like, for example, like Joey Gallo, like, I'm not, he's fine. Like, I'm not gonna get my pitchforks out. Like, my Juju Smith-Schuster jersey, will I probably still wear it? Yeah, maybe. Well, yes, and there also are people who left the team who I'm like, damn, I really fuck, I freaking love that guy. Like, uh, D.D. Gregorius, number 18, loved him, almost got his jersey, he left. And I loved him. I also have a, this one's a little bit of, this is a hot take, maybe this is a little controversial. I have an Antonio Brown t-shirt. Oh. However, Charlotte. Wait, did you see the dance? Should we learn it? (laughs) However, Charlotte, I don't think I've ever worn it to a game, but I do wear this t-shirt often. Like I'll sleep in it or I'll even wear it out or I'll wear it to the gym. But my last name is Brown, so that's why I originally bought the t-shirt. I didn't buy it for Antonio. I bought it because my last name is Brown, so, like, the t-shirt has my last name on it, and then it has a Steelers emblem on the front. Interesting. So that's the reason why I still wear it. But if, like, it had a different last name, I probably would have just tossed it. Like, if I had a Le'Veon Bell one, I'd probably be like, eh, whatever. But... So what you're saying is, right here, right now, is the full circle moment. You're not just Maddie. You're not just a Madonna. You, in fact, have a Oh, my gosh. Speaking of last names, I do have a last name, guys. Charlotte, Charlotte, we have one more final bucket. Yes, we do. I digressed. (laughs) We have the diehard fans. These are the people that dress up for the games, that purchase their outfit to stand out. These people would love to be on TV. Charlotte, I may or may not have been this fan a couple of weeks ago, and we'll get into that story. You totally were. However, you have the people that, like, they dress up as in banana costumes and walk around or they dress up as Sidney Crosby's friends from Canada, from his hometown. They all travel to, they, they go to like one or two games a season all as a pack and they all dress up as literal goats because they're Sidney Crosby's hometown friends. And I think that that's pretty iconic. That's cute. And that's, like, obviously not everyone can do that because not everyone's, like, best friends with Vigo of NHL hockey. But that's kind of fun. What else? Have you seen an iconic costume that you see and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that was a good one? Um, I mean, sometimes I'll see the uh, – I actually have a picture of me wearing it. I'll, I'll dig it up. They sold the big white beards. Like, it's like a foam finger material for a judge, like, outfit. So sometimes you'll oh, see that's people funny. wearing that. Okay. But Maddie, you also have – actually, no. Before I move into a smaller subset of that iconic fan, that diehard fan, I want to hear about your diehard okay, fan. Okay, you guys. So we t- I talked about it in this episode. I love Pete Alonzo. 
big Pete fan. He is just like everyone's favorite goofball who hits dingers. I mean, let's go. Pete Alonzo, two-time home run derby champion, first base for the New York Mets. Gotta love him. He's also known as the polar bear, polar Pete, if you will. I decided it would be funny because Marlins Park is covered, so it's indoors, so it's air-conditioned. So you couldn't really do this at other baseball games because it's too hot in the summer. But I ordered – at first I was like, I'm going to order a yeah. polar bear costume, like a jump, like a onesie. And then I was like, that's, that's a bit much. So then I ordered one of those hats that is like a polar bear's head, and it has the the – arms the paws the now you're gonna pocket. actually you have to actually post that you have to I'm holding you to this and I was like and I wore my Pete Alonzo t-shirt I was like polar P get it like polar bear Alonzo um and I did get a lot of compliments on it It was kind of a fun That's vibe awesome. I felt like I was very into it I was in the stands like when he would come up I would like let's go pause up for polar P I, I loved it you know I felt like it had me it got me into it more in the game, it was just like fun being like, yes, I'm here. I've, I've been following this team. This is for Polar Pete, my guys. Uh, I liked it. It was a fun vibe. I don't think I could do that every game. And I don't think that I could wear like the full giant costume. And again, no, it's too much. It's I too left much. out because Marlon's, I, I only ordered it because I was like, I live in South Florida. So I will be able to actually bring this in to yes. the baseball stadium and not die of heat stroke yes. in the middle of July. But it was pretty fun, guys. I'll post a picture on our Instagram. Yeah, I want you to post that photo. And you know what, Maddie? I think we should round out the episode. The exception to every single rule, the diehard iconic sports fan is the Marlin man. Because you know okay. what? That guy can show up. He, I'm, I literally have his Wikipedia up. He <laughs> went to 27 Super Bowls, 94 World Series games, 90 NBA finals. And this guy is just – did you know he's an, he's a lawyer too? He went to the University no. of School of Law. Like – this is a South Florida guy through and through, and I love it. Like, ubiquitous. What's the word? Ubiqu- ubiquitous. Like he's, he's just, just like always. He's just always all encompassing. He's just in here that, to stay in that orange fit. And you know what? He's an institution, yeah. if you will, Charlotte. He is. He really is. And you know what? He can show up to any sporting event wearing that same Marlins outfit, and I'm okay with that because he's the so. I think you you touched on it though, Charlotte. I do think there is, as we as we discovered as we walked through this all, I think there is an exception to every rule. There is, and listen, there's always going to be an asterisk. And and my bottom line is, you can absolutely wear whatever you want to a game, and I fully wholeheartedly support that as long as you can back it up. And if I we went up to you on the street and said, "Hello, why are you wearing that that?" LeBron James t-shirt to this NHL hockey game for the New York Islanders. I'm confused by you. And they're like, because the first time I ever went to an Islanders game, I ran into LeBron James in the parking lot and he gave me a hug and signed this t-shirt and it was good luck. And the Islanders won the Stanley cup afterwards. Then that's a great answer. And I would, I would would also order my, I would order myself a LeBron James t-shirt if that was your true story behind it. Or if you were just like, here's why I'm superstitious. Or if you're like, this is, this is my reason. And you have this reason. This is my friends. I don't even like this team. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, whatever. I, I, <laughs> I don't just was going to my first sporting event and then threw this on. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here for it. 
Just and you know what's the reason? Wear what you're comfortable in too, because I am not showing up to any sporting event and ready for a fashion show. I'm no. there. No, no, no. But like, I'm I love it if you are, because but I, I do. I do love the personality no. behind it. Like, I love no. seeing why people choose to wear what they wear. Do you it's like a cute, it is fun. It's a cute it's little like, human thing. It's fun. like. Everybody got up that morning and picked out like their outfit that they were going to all wear to this event. <laughs> like, it's kind yeah, of- it's cute. I love it, guys. I love it. And so if you will, please, we'll post the picture of me mm-hmm. on Instagram. If you want to give us your, we'll put a sticker question, like best sport sporting event outfit you've ever worn. Go. Mm, that's a good Let idea. Let us know. Maybe we'll read some of them next week on the pod. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you had as much fun as we did. We're a little silly tonight. We are. You know, when we record after like 8 p.m., it just is, gets a little delirious. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We love you.